Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Simple. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today's episode is number 14, and it's entitled, What Would Happen If You Let Go of Your Expectations of What Your Life Should Be? And, I, and I'm just sitting here laughing because I, I'm actually re-recording this part of the recording, just so you guys understand. Something happened with my computer. And I ended up recording on the computer mic, actually my webcam mic, as opposed to my really nice mic. So I sincerely apologize. And I think it's just super funny that this is that the episode that I did it on was based on our real life expectations. And and the reason I can't re-record is because all of this stuff is done generally in the moment with no notes or anything. Sometimes I'll pause it and look stuff up. But I really do. I just say with that inner voice and, you know, inner wisdom and the spirit says to me to say to you guys. So bear with me on this recording of this uh, awful sound, awful sound quality. And uh, I'll I'll make sure to I'll make sure to double check. And hey, if I and if I forget in the future, I, I hope that the content on here is worth it. Thanks, guys. Here we go. What would happen if you let go of your expectations of what your life should be and you were just where you were? Every single one of us has these life expectations that haven't been met. And if you have zero life expectations that haven't been met, you might want to dream a little bit harder. But in all honesty, like we do, we have expectations of where we thought our life was supposed to our, our life was supposed to be. And when our current reality doesn't meet those expectations, sometimes we can get super frustrated. But what's really interesting about that, I was watching a video just, just a little bit ago this morning. It was a music video by a guy named Brett Young, and it's called Catch. And on that video, it basically shows him playing baseball he was playing for i believe it was old miss and i'm guessing like most like most uh, athletes he probably wanted to go pro and he threw his arm out now if you're not familiar with that term like it pretty much means like you hurt your arm and you can't play baseball anymore or at least he couldn't play baseball to the level that he could before he got hurt well at that moment even in the video it shows him being super frustrated and if you've never had one of those times when things do not go how you planned and you just go off for a little bit, that's okay. I, I respect that. But I would guess that most people have had that experience. I mean, you've had that experience. If, if, if you're a single parent that has kids, then you've probably had that experience with them, you know, yelling at them or just getting frustrated in a situation. That's okay. It's probably not a space you want to live for a long time. And I've been there too. Like I've been there plenty of times in my life. You know, and especially those times when you think life's going to go a certain way. It's like that time you take that big leap on that person that you're interested in and it doesn't go very well at all. all. It's okay to have those moments. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be upset. I don't ever want you guys to feel any differently. 
I think when I first learned a lot of the, the new coaching stuff that I've learned, I kind of got this idea that you really were just supposed to be almost happy all the time. And, and I know a lot of people, like, and even as I say that, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but I know plenty of people that get this new understanding called the three principles. They do. They feel like you always sometimes have to, that people are just trying to force themselves to be happy. And I don't look at it that way at all. I look at it as just understanding what's your current reality. And in that moment, you're not going to change your current reality that much. So why do you have to be miserable? So what do we do when our expectations are thrown in a blender and obliterated from what we wanted? What do you do when that person that you felt was your person? The person that you felt you were going to be with for the rest of your life's life and eternity. Like, what do you do? I don't think you do anything. At least at first. I think you give yourself a little bit of space to be human. To have a couple rough days. To be frustrated. I think it's the, like, that's the best thing you can do for yourself. You don't have to be in that space if you don't choose to, but give yourself permission if you do go there. Truth be told, when I was, when I was younger, like, I was super, super, super judgmental. I like to say, like, I came by honestly, just because of my family and you know we're danish and so i don't know we make up all kinds of rules what why we are the way we are but i used to be so judgmental and what i've found at least in my own life the more life you live especially with life not going to your expectations the less judgmental you become <laughs> You know, there's like those things that you say, I would never do that. Like, I told this one kid one time, I, I honestly, I can't remember if I told him this or if I just thought this in my head. I truly don't remember. But at the university where I went, BYU, I was up there doing a summer class right when I got home from my church mission. So I was 21 or so at the time. And then I saw a guy there, and he was 25, and he was married, and he was engaged to an 18-year-old. And I was like, come on, bro. Really? You're 25? And come on, bro. Really? You're dating an 18-year-old? I, I don't know. Somewhere I got in my head that I was super old. Like, people that over, like, 24 were super old. And then I realized, especially as as I passed that point of being 24 and moving forward in my life by myself. You know, talking to some people, they say one of the things they miss most is companionship. Talking to some of my friends that are divorced. I'm sure each of us has a friend that we look at that has just been through a ton 
you know, I was talking to one of my friends recently that they've been through just much more than you could possibly begin to imagine. And, you know, for the for the sake of their confidence and other things I'm not gonna share. But so you can fill in the gaps however you want. And oh my goodness, this person is just they are an incredible example of resilience. I, you know, I'm reminded of one of the shows I like is How I Met Your Mother. I've seen it quite a few times, and especially as a single guy, it's given me a lot of comfort, and it's given me hope, especially at different times in my life when things were super hard. And one of the characters that's basically just, I mean, he's going through like ten, eight or nine years of not finding his person. One of the other characters says to him, he's like, Ted, you're an incredible example of emotional resilience. I think that's what it takes when our life doesn't go as we planned. We have a level of emotional resilience. It does not mean that we do not get frustrated, that we do not get upset, that we do not get annoyed. And it doesn't even mean that we don't ask God why. All it means is, like the old adage says, you fall down seven times, you get up eight. You don't have to play or pretend to play Superman doesn't work. It's not healthy for you, and it's not even healthy for those people around you. Resilience just means getting back up and getting back on the path that you want to be on. Kind of similar, I think it was a Winston Churchill quote that says, enthusiasm is Basically continuing and doing stuff over and over again without any loss of enthusiasm. Well, what other options are there? I mean, I mean, yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have days, and I mean, it's been a long time for me, but you're gonna have days when you don't want to get out of bed. Remember, like ten years ago or something, I was interested in this girl and. It did not go well. I could barely get out of bed. Now, at the same time, at that point, I'd made her the center of my life instead of, instead of my faith and instead of the Savior. But I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I couldn't get out of bed. I wasn't, I wasn't very nice to be around. And a few months later, when one of my other expectations was broken, I was really upset for a few days. And then I had an interesting experience. I don't think I've ever shared this story on a podcast, but I won't share exactly what led to it. But I had this experience where I was just super, super frustrated. Like the girl thing hadn't worked out. And then there was another thing after that that hadn't worked out. And somebody had kind of betrayed me. And for a few days, I just kind of went off. I was... I was very unkind, I was mean, 
Um, and I had that look in my eyes that if you dare talk to me, I promise you, I will make you regret it. That, that was the space that I was in at that time. To be honest, my, my dad was quite worried about me and almost, almost flew up from Arizona to Utah to come and see me. He didn't. I made it through. But I had a very unique experience. And I, won't, and I won't share all the details. But you can kind of put your own experiences that you've had. Basically, I got this headache. And it was super bad. And I had this experience that Heavenly Father basically said, Hey, Joseph, I am not cool with this. You can choose to do what you want, but I want you to know this isn't cool. And I decided that moment, it was like, all right, well, if I'm not going to have certain things in my life that I want, then I at least want God on my side. I at least want my Heavenly Father there. I, I at least want somebody there next to me that gives a care. And he cares so much. And around, and around that time, I had some of the most beautiful experiences that I've ever had. And that words could not, no words would have given me comfort. But I had some of the most beautiful healing, healing experiences. Ironically, one of them actually came, if you guys have heard of a P90X, one of them came through their Yoga X program. At the end, for five minutes, they do ohms. And that was something I've never done, really. And, uh, oh my goodness. There, like, I don't know, my, my soul was just so sad. It's just incredibly sad. I'm the type of guy that when I fall for a girl, I fall super hard. And I just wanted to know I was okay. I was so hurt and so betrayed and so frustrated. And just so almost annoyed. My life hadn't turned out the way I wanted it to. And we get in our mind's eye picture of what our life must be like. But it doesn't have to be. I mean, you know, even thinking about some of these experiences, right? I don't know what I'm experiencing right now, to be honest. Maybe it's just love, like that absolute love for my Heavenly Father for pulling me through some of those things that were awful. And also being able to look back now And even with that particular girl that I mentioned, realizing that, hey, there were plenty of qualities that she had that were amazing. 
And there were a couple others that I wasn't a big fan of. I, I think when we go around and try to pressure people into making their life choices because they're not on some timeline, it's so stupid. It really is. If we could teach everybody that they are whole, and as if they're doing their best, because they are, and then pointing them to their inner wisdom, it's like a GPS. It will do so much better for them than pressuring them. And even with yourself, you're sitting asking the question, why is my life not worked out yet? I think you may be asking the wrong question. You're going back to Brett Young's story. He had no idea. I don't know, maybe he did. I, I only know, I don't know that much about him. I just know what I see in this video. I don't think he had any idea he was going to be a country artist. But I think he's having a lot more fun being an amazing country artist, and it's brought him everything else he's wanted in his life than being a crappy Major League Baseball player. And I could be wrong. Maybe he would have been the best Major League Baseball player in the world. I don't know. But God knows, and he knows you, and he knows your story. He knows who you are. And he has been leading you down the path that not only he desires for you, but that's going to make you the happiest. I am so grateful for so many of my prayers that Heavenly Father never answered. I would have missed out on some of the greatest experiences of my life. And meeting some of the incredible people I know now. And even I've been able to help and serve so many people in the single scene because I'm there. Nobody, nobody wants to talk to some kid that's, you know, 21 about that got married at 21 and had kids is when he was th that age and about dating advice. I mean, the cool part about all of this is I don't necessarily give advice. I just give potential opportunities to explore. I mean, if my life had worked out the way I wanted to, I would have become like the next Tony Robbins. Well, that was when I was super young. I was like 18. You know what? The mentor that I've come across three and a half years ago has taught me so much more about how to like love what I do and love working with people and serving people. Whether you like it, whether you know it or not, you are being led. Now you have a choice. You can gradually take steps, or you can drag your heels. 
I guess I've just been sitting and thinking how merciful Heavenly Father is lately. How all of the amazing things that have come into my life are from Him. I, I liken it this morning on a different call to being like a person with a blindfold that's stumbling around a dark room and all of a sudden somebody puts something really awesome in his path. I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that gives, gives you guys a lot of confidence. But the cool part is I don't have to. And you know when I pretend that I know what I'm doing, I look really foolish a lot of times. It's like when you try to impress that person that you're interested in and it just does not go very well. We just know. I mean, earlier today, I started actually on a different podcast and it just didn't, it didn't flow. So I stopped and started what I, what I needed to talk about. I want you to think about how many blessings you have in your life right now. Because your life hasn't turned out the way you wanted it to. Maybe there's people in your life that you would have never met. Maybe you have an amazing career that just kind of popped up out of nowhere. I don't know what it is for you. I think most of the coolest things in my life, I don't have anything to do with except showing up. Somebody asked me once if what I'm talking about is the law of attraction or known as the secret. Not really. Part of it, yes. Part of, I think even part of having faith is being able to see in your mind's eye what you want. And then showing up each day and doing the steps necessary to obtain that. But the part of it that's misunderstood is you got to show up. If I never show up and start this podcast, I never meet so many wonderful people and share with them what I feel Heavenly Father's putting into my heart. Hey, you know, I had, I had a funny experience. I was kind of, I was kind of sharing with people about my podcast. And I was like, oh yeah, well last week it was at a thousand and now it's up to 1300 downloads and, you know, kind of trying to sound a little bit cool so that hopefully they listen. Well, <laughs> that day that I did that, was the lowest amount of podcast I've had in quite a while. The lowest amount of downloads. And it was almost a subtle reminder. It's like, Joseph, you don't need to do that. Cool. Share with people where you're at. But you don't need to do it like that. I've got this. I, I think so often our lives are more like it's like a driver's ed teacher teaching us to drive. And we're in 
were in the uh, passenger seat for some reason and trying to stomp on the imaginary brake. But wouldn't you understand that God is leading your life or whoever your higher power is for you? He's not just leading you to any life. He's leading you to the most amazing, incredible life that you could possibly imagine. In my scripture study lately, there's a story about this family that they leave uh, they, they leave Jerusalem. Um, this guy's name's Lehi, and, he le and he's pretty loaded. Like He's a traveling merchant, does very well. And God tells him to leave everything and go to the wilderness. The desert, pretty much. And, uh, and he does it. And what's interesting about that is after a good, oh, it's probably good eight, nine, maybe even ten years after that, he's led to this beautiful, beautiful land of promise, which is what we know as the Americas today. So he traded a beautiful home and tons of nice things for an entire country. I think he got a pretty good deal. It reminds me of that that meme that's kind of popular where it's got the little kid with the tiny teddy bear and then it has the savior kneeling down next to the kid and he's like give it and he's like just give it to me and he's got like a giant teddy bear to give him back that's what i feel it's like when when we finally turn our wheel and our expectations over to heavenly father i mean be honest how, like, at least all I can speak to is myself. I haven't done very well when I've been in control of my life. <laughs> I, I knew that sounds really silly. But I really haven't. And the times when I say, okay, cool, Heavenly Father, I, I've kind of driven off the road and got us in a ditch. And by the way, I kind of hit that other car. Uh, can you fix this? And he's like... Okay. And he gets us back on the road. And then he, you know, gets us on a, a beautiful, you know, beautiful highway or something near the ocean. And, and then I insist on taking control again and running it off the road. <laughs> Maybe our life is just a series of... You know, a few nice highway drives and many more times that a crane is picking us up off the side of the road. <laughs> what about you? If your life isn't working, is it possible to give control over to your higher power? Like I say, for, for me, that's Heavenly Father. For you, that might be the universe. It doesn't matter to me. As long as we believe in something greater than ourselves, I've done that to be helpful. I had a beautiful experience with uh, just this last Saturday. I was just, my, my life just felt so guided that day. And I just went, oh, so many really cool things happened that day. But one of which happened, I was at this gas station and just started talking to this girl that was there that had really good energy. And I talked, and she said she didn't really believe in God. She didn't really believe in anything. And all I told her, I was like, you know what? I just want you to know that whatever it is that you believe in is watching out for you and cares about you. 
I've had so many experiences in my life where people come in that I didn't do. I mean, I followed some sort of silly prompting. I mean, some of the greatest friendships I have are, were those little tiny promptings where it's like, hey, make this call. I had no idea what I was doing. I thought I was just calling to see if a friend wanted to hang out. And it turned into a beautiful experience. What if you gave this a shot? Like, what if for the next week or so, you really just tried to be a little bit aware, a little bit more aware than you've been in the past, and give yourself a little bit of space to let Heavenly Father, guide your life. At least for myself, I have seen that not only in my life, but I've got mentors and things that talk about this too. One is Richard Paul Evans. He's like, guys, I get these, I get these promptings from the Spirit, and I act on them. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That is the difference between some people that are successful and some people that are not. They just act on those promptings. And I think sometimes we put so much sometimes we put so much pressure on doing the right thing. That's not what I'm pointing to. What I'm pointing to is just being a little bit more aware. A little bit more aware of the ideas that are coming to you. It's like the other day I was gonna I was gonna sit down and I had this plan to uh, just sit in color. There's this cool book called The Artist's Way that is part of this program. And as I got the coloring book and crowns out, I actually was led to an entirely different exercise of relaxation. You don't have to always be right. You just have to always be willing. We put a level of perfection on ourselves to always say the right thing, to always do the right thing. There's a great psalm in the, the second Frozen, which basically says something to the extent of... So for whatever reason, I felt like I should just read this. But it says, I've seen dark before, but not like this. This is cold. This is empty. This is numb. The life I knew is over. The lights are out. Hello, darkness. I'm ready to succumb. I follow you around. I always have. But you've gone to a place I cannot find. This grief has a gravity. It pulls me down. But a tiny voice whispers in my mind. You're lost. Hope is gone. But you must go on and do the next right thing. Can there, can there be a day beyond this night? I don't know anymore what is true. I can't find my direction. I'm all alone. The only star that guided me was you. How to rise from the floor. But it's not you I'm rising for. 
just do the next right thing. Take a step, step again. It is all that I can do and to do the next right thing. I won't look too far ahead. It's too much for me to take. But break it down to this next breath, this next step, this next choice is one that I can make. So I'll walk through this night, stumbling blindly toward the light, and do the next right thing. And with it done, what comes then? When it's clear that everything will never be the same again, then I'll make the choice to hear that voice and do the next right thing. There's really so much in that that I find helpful. I love it, especially at the end, that it says, I'm going to make a choice to hear that voice. The inner voice leaves you feeling peace. It leaves you feeling guided. And if you do something that's not guided and directed by that, you're going to know. You don't have to be perfect. Even on these podcasts, sometimes I say something and it just doesn't sound right. I liken it to playing the wrong note of a scale on a piano. It's like, oh wait, what was that? Oh, I just delete it and do that part over. So often we really do when our reality and our life ex or our life expectations do not meet our reality. We get frustrated. We feel like we're in the dark. That's where that adversary wants to put you. The crazy leprechaun thinking, adversary, Satan, whatever you want to call it. But if you just keep walking, keep trying, keep the faith. It actually reminds me of another song that I actually really love. And I think it likens so much to our life. I don't know where we got the idea. We had to hit certain milestones along the way. We don't. You just have to keep... This is a song by Miley Cyrus, and it's called The Climb. And this is a beautiful song. I, I love this song. It says, I, I can almost see it. That dream I'm dreaming. But there's a voice inside my head saying, you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaking. But I got to keep trying. I got to keep my head high, held high. There's always going to be another mountain. I'm always going to want to make it move. Always going to be an uphill battle. Sometimes I'm going to have to lose. Ain't about how fast I get there. Ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb. I may not know it, but these are the moments that I'm going to remember most. Yeah, just keep going. Keep on moving. Keep climbing. Keep the faith, baby. It's all about... It's all about the climb. Keep your faith. Keep your faith. I love that song. I love that music video. 
Sometimes it feels like there is no light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes you just see darkness. Sometimes you can't even picture how the things you want to have in your life will come true. But you don't have to. You just got to keep the faith. You got to keep moving forward towards what you want. Don't worry so much about what everyone else says, what they think, what they believe. It doesn't matter. The more you really begin to see that you do have this inner voice and you let it guide your life. Now, this inner voice is not particular to any particular religion or faith or anything. We all have this. Some people might call it their conscience, their Jiminy Cricket. But that inner voice that will lead you down the road, it is so much better than the life that you thought you should have had. I've shared this before, but this is very pertinent for this episode. When I sit down, I have a topic and no idea what I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I promise, I really don't. Like, I have no idea. And then it just keeps going and going until it's pretty much time to run out. And it's done. What if you could approach your life in that same fashion? What if you don't put so much pressure on yourself to get married or to meet the one or any of those things? What if you just let yourself be you? What if you let yourself have your own journey, your own adventure? What if your real life's going to be so much cooler than your expectations ever were? It's hard in the moment. Or at least it feels hard in the moment. When you can't see all the puzzle pieces. But sometimes when you take a few of them out of the box, it helps. I don't know if that made sense, but you think what I'm kind of going for here. But what I will say is going back to the puzzle thing, if you if you do stare at a box long enough to memorize it, I'm not I'm not recommending this, but I'm just using it as an example. Then you're gonna start seeing where all those puzzle pieces fit. You know, and maybe what it's really like is trying to do a puzzle and it's almost like you have, so I love these Thomas Kincaid Disney puzzles. It's almost like you have a light mist or fog or on top of that that makes them all blurry. Maybe. And so you can't see the exact vision. But the cool part is you don't have to. Because your higher power, your creator, he is able to see that vision. 
all you have to do is be willing to show up and flip over the pieces and set them down and start playing around with them. Start playing around with your puzzle pieces. Start having fun. Stop making and stop making it such so much pressure and so serious. Your puzzle pieces are all going to fit. It's a beautiful song. I believe it's by Casting Crowns. I'm going crazy with songs today, but hey, this is what happens when you listen. Called Just Be Held. And there's a line in here that the whole song is beautiful, but it says, actually, let me read a couple of these lines. You know, the first part says, everybody, hold it together. Everybody needs you strong. But life hits you out of nowhere and barely leaves you holding on. And when you're tired of fighting, chained by your control, there's freedom and surrender. Lay it down and let it go. So when you're on your knees and answers seem so far away, you're not alone. Stop holding on and just be held. Your world's not falling apart. It's falling into place. I'm on the throne. Stop holding on and just be held. Just be held. Just be held. If your eyes are on the storm, you'll wonder if I love you still. But if your eyes are on the cross or your higher power, you'll know I always have and always will. And not a tear is wasted. In time, you'll understand. I'm painting beauty with the ashes. Your life is in my hands. What a beautiful song. And what a beautiful thought. Now, coming full circle, the title of this podcast was basically as you let go of your expectations of what you thought your life was supposed to be. That's it. Your world's not falling apart, it's falling into place. Your puzzle pieces, they're, they're going to fit together. The longer you sit on the side of the puzzle, not willing to even flip them over or play around with the puzzle pieces, the longer you're probably going to struggle. What I look at surrender as is saying, Heavenly Father, these are the really cool things that I want to do. And I'm going to show up, and now we're going to help and lead and guide me towards the ones that I need to, away from the ones I don't need to. There's such a power in surrender. And if you've never tried this before, I can understand that some of it might sound a little bit challenging. But just give it a try. Give it a try and see what happens. So here's my invitation for you this week. Let yourself go. Stop holding on to control. You've, you've done a terrible job till this point. And let that higher power... Need you. 
I like to look at it as a loving Heavenly Father that cares so much about me that there's like that old adage of the world is always plotting to do you well. I like to think, and I thought about it the other day that, well, if I have a loving Heavenly Father, which I do, and if you're a if you're a parent out there, you know that you would never want anything bad to happen to your children. I'd never want anything bad to happen to my nieces and nephews. And, well, if that's the case, then Heavenly Father really is plotting to do us well all the time. And your life journey will turn out so much better than you could possibly imagine. Just surrender. Just let go. I also want to invite you guys, if you haven't joined already, um, join us on Mondays. We have a you know a wonderful group coaching session. Anybody can show up, and I start off sharing a few things that I'm seeing in the world, and then after that, I open it up and for about 55 minutes or so, depending on my schedule afterwards, we just sit and if you're the only person in there, you get free coaching, and. It, it, if you just go to the website happy, the letter N, single.com, there'll be a link there. And generally it's at 10 a.m. Arizona time, unless I have to change it because of other meetings. So we'd love to have you join us if you haven't already. And we're so grateful for, the, for those that have joined that group and have, have joined us for that Monday. So that's Monday morning, in case I didn't mention that. And also, if you... Uh, you know, if this has sparked something in you and you'd love to have like a real conversation with me about potentially having a coach to help you get through whatever you're going through, or even just to create some really cool stuff that you want to in the world, uh, then feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at the it's possible guy. And uh, I'm so grateful to each of you for listening. Thank you so, so very much. Now. Go out and live your adventure. Thank you.